I'm in the studio, man. <laughs> Alright, so I got a question. What do you get when you put a Sagittarius, a Scorpio, and two Geminis in a room with four mics and a lot of vices? Pure fucking chaos. This show is a product of our lives and experience being shared in the most honest ways possible. We're here to laugh, crack jokes, and give our two cents on everything under the sun. But just like the truth, it can be rude. This is only, and I cannot express it this enough, this is only our views, our opinions, our thoughts, our words on everything, and ours alone. Please don't be sensitive. So, with that being said, welcome to the Ruly Honest Podcast. This is new for me. It's a bit quiet, but we're going to get through this, okay? So, normally Nocturnal would be here, and I would say Nocturnal, what's the news of the week, okay? So, let's get started, because I'm here by myself, so. And I'm loud. I got two microphones. I'm loud. I'm already loud, so we don't need to do, do none of it. So let's get started with our news of the week. First of all, we're going to get the sad news out the way. So it's rest in peace to Cicely Tyson. Girl, Sister Cicely, she's 136 years old. Rest in peace to Cicely Tyson. We are so sad about the news. We actually found out about it last week, but we got it at the end of the show. So we weren't able to show her out, but rest in peace to Cicely Tyson, okay? Also, another recipes to Screech. Oh my gosh, I totally watched Saved by the Bell. I'm not a Valley kid, but I did love Saved by the Bell. He died at 44 from stage four lung cancer. So sad, such a sad situation. Please keep his family and his other co-hosts, well, co-stars and from Saved by the Bell in your prayers, okay? So first of all, since it's me by myself, I get to talk about what I want to talk about. So, let's get started with how do we feel about Wendy Williams' documentary? How do we feel about that? I feel like it's a little, I don't know, it's a little bit tell-all. I didn't watch the actual documentary. I watched her biopic on Lifetime. So, how do I feel about that? Mm, ladies, don't give all this man your power. 
Don't teach him how to get to your money. Girl, get to that money by yourself. Don't have him sign on no papers because she got to take care of... Hold up, hold up. This is the tea. She got to take care of her ex-husband and her ex-husband's new baby mama and a new kid. You got me fucked up. You got me fucked up. I would never, ever, 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 ever give any nigga any power I got to take care of your son, bitch. Oh, uh-uh. I ain't take care of no side, bitch. Okay, so, but shout out to Wendy Williams because she doing a damn thing. She getting her money. Shout out to Wendy. Wendy, call me. I really want to be a part of what you got going on, girl. Except for the whole you giving all your husband this, this power. Uh-uh. Next thing, Salento. If y'all don't know who Salento is, he is a rapper. The rapper who made Whip, Nene, Let It Whip, and Nene. He is allegedly arrested for murdering his cousin. They killing his fam. They killing family. Salento. Yes. Oh my gosh. It's Black History Month. So of course we got feel empowered. It's only right that we black a black drop a black history moment. First of all, why is nine-year-old little girls out here getting pepper sprayed by police? Because she's become irate because she want her father. Oh, I'm sorry. What? Let's drink the steel. I'm sorry. Let's drink the steel. Mm-mm. Honey, listen. If my daughter wants to hear cry for her boy, it is father. Let her go. I'm not calling no police for no backup for no nine-year-old that got pepper spray her. Now, now, now y'all got to arrest me, okay? People is really out here. The police is really out here. They don't like us, okay? I just, I know I'm half white, but it does not excuse, that is not a good excuse as to let these police do whatever it is that they want to do. Okay, we're not doing that this year. Absolutely not. Um, Next thing, oh, shout out to LeBron James. I don't know if you guys have seen it, but in his recent games against the Hawks, the Atlanta Hawks, he got into it with some hecklers, some ghetto-ass white people, who was sitting there heckling him. I don't know what that heckling word is. Doing some crazy shit. He got into it with a man, a white Caucasian man. He got into it with a Caucasian man. And they got to going back and forth on the game while he was playing the game. And he ended up, uh-uh, I got phone calls. He ended up going back and forth with, um, he ended up going back and forth. I'm sorry, y'all. I had a phone call, my bad. Anyway, guys, LeBron James got into it with some man, some Caucasian man on the side, on the sidelines. His plastic Barbie of a bitch wife got into it, calling LeBron all types of B's and F's and fuck you, you don't talk to my husband like that. And guess what, who had to go? Because how you going to put LeBron out of the game? How? How you going to put LeBron out of the game? So they ended up having little Susie and little, you know, Winston. They put them out the motherfucking game. Bye. So she had her mask down. All that. They was complaining. They was fussing. That's just what the fuck it is. Shout out to LeBron for handling it like he was supposed to. Okay? He is above that. Caucasian people are the new ghetto, so that's just what it is. And I think that was all I had to say. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, hmm, I'm by myself, so this is so new. Okay, so okay, let's get into it. Let's let's do like a little mini. Who is Chelsea Ray? Now this is my first time doing something by myself, 
that's why I felt like I needed to have a steel to loosen me up, but I ain't really feeling it. I, was, I think I'm gonna stick my little Aquafina today. But I've never been on a project by myself. So excuse me if I'm a little nervous, if I'm a little all over the place. This is just very, 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 very new for me, okay? I was supposed to have some guests, but you know, you can't depend on niggas. That's my everyday motto. When I wake up in the morning, that's what I say to myself. You can't trust these niggas because that's just what it is. But shout out to my guests anyway. Um, so I think I'm going to just carry this thing by myself, okay? Today's topic was supposed to be how does it feel to be a black young man in Baltimore trying to start your own business, coming home and turning things around. But I don't have no niggas here. So what we want to talk about today, y'all? What we want to talk about? We're going to back to Wendy Williams. First of all, baby, Jamaica, but that don't, that don't count. 
Lori is around the block. I don't know. How y'all feel about that? I like Future. I don't think nothing wrong with him. Because he's going to do whatever he wants. Future is, if you want to compare to hometown, Future is a Baltimore nigga. Because he's going to do whatever it is that he wants to do. As long as you allow him. Future got 613 kids. 415 baby mothers. You think he worried about anything? If a bit, he ain't worried about that shit. He ain't worried about nothing. He got here no problems, no back and forth. This new little young bitch like him. And she will continue to like him. And I ain't mad. I ain't mad. If I ever get famous and get my body done and get my nose right, I'm telling you, future, I'm coming for you. Pretty, I'm coming for you. Like, mm -hmm. I just think he's a wonderful person, wonderful guy. I think he has maybe a little bit to offer. Um, he's not, mm, I mean, Fitch's music is still hot, but I mean, we're still listening to March Madness, so I guess that counts as a uh, hit. I don't give a fuck about Fitch. Look, Fitch, I'm getting my body right. I'm eating clean and be eating my pineapples if you ever wanna. If you ever wanna get this game up, Chelsea Ray is waiting for you, okay? So, moving on. So, anyway, like I said, I was saying, yes, I've never done anything by myself. This is my first show alone ever. I've done things. I first started embarking on my career, quotations, um, maybe about 10 years ago now. Maybe, maybe, yeah, about 10, maybe 8. Give and, give and take 10. I'll say give and take 10. And it's been a wonderful experience, but I've always done group stuff. I've never, like, did anything, like, by myself, alone, solo. So this is all very new to me to have a microphone by myself, to have to come up with content. It's so weird because it's not like I don't have content. I just don't think that's the route that I want to go because this isn't my show. I mean, it's my show today. So why the fuck not? Um, I'm just waiting on my nigga to come home from the feds so I can leave you niggas alone. No, dead ass. Let me tell y'all. Let me tell y'all what's gag though. What's gag about it? This guy has sent me a. No, I already talked about it. I ain't gonna talk about that again. I already talked about my nigga from the feds. I'm at the point where I want to go to his next court date and be like, listen, judge, can you just let him out? He ain't mean it. He about to come home at the end of this year anyway. Just let him come on. Just let him come home. Send me. If you want to put him in a box, I'll give my address because I no longer work for the law. So he could come on over to my house. I'm going to fuck. Fuck they going to do to me? Lock me up. Throw away the key. I'm going to fuck about no motherfucking jail. Yes, I do. Let me not say that. Okay. I'm so upset that my guest didn't show up, but whatever. It is what it is. If you hear papers going back and forth, this is me looking for content, something to talk about. I basically was going to talk about, let me give y'all, let, let's do that. Let me give y'all some back talk of what I was going to talk about. So I was going to have some niggas on the show. Y'all know I love to be around some niggas. One of them just came home. Um, the other one was someone else. I'm not going to drop his occupation because there's no need to talk about somebody who's not here. Clearly, it's no need to talk about somebody that's not here. So anyway, I was going to talk about people that, men that just came home, that want to sit there and turn their life around, maybe do something for the better, 
So, um, like I said, I used to work at the city jail for about four years. Um, I left in April. The experience was um, very new to me. I'd never been inside of a jail until my first day at work, working there. Um, um, it wasn't, maybe after about the first maybe like three months, it started to get, um, I don't want to say comfortable, but comfortable quotations because of audio, I have to say that too. Um, it started to get a little comfortable for me. Um, and it's weird because working there day in and day out, I totally learned that I am not, I'm not a good candidate for jail. Um, <laughs> I am not, I am a huge people person. And that also became a big problem because, you know, um, it got around the jail about what I was going to do as far as me doing shows and being doing comedy and stuff like that. And now everybody that came across me, CEOs, inmates, anybody, were now comedians and they thought about it. And I mean, you know, they tried to, oh, well, you know, they would call me by my last name. They would say, you know, such and such. I'm just, I'm just say my last name, Carter, since I think I'm part of Beyonce's family. Carter, you know, Carter, tell me a joke. And that's not how my comedy works. More so, if I'm talking about something um, that I'm very passionate about, you may take it as a joke, and it may just be a joke sometimes, but I'll be dead ass serious. That's how my comedy works. So it get extra weird when people ask me, like, uh, I don't know, people just ask me, I don't know, like, crack a joke or tell me a joke. I don't know, why did the chicken cross the road? That's a fucking joke. Knock, knock, who's there? I don't fucking have no jokes for you. Period. That's just what the fuck it is. So, working in jail wasn't really that bad. It just was something that I don't want to do or ever really want to go back to. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I just don't, I don't think I'm made for it. I don't think that it's something that would catch my eye anymore. Um, and, you know, the times are different. It's just kids getting locked up. I worked at an all-male jail. It's kids that get locked up. You know, so, you know, kids of, I don't want to be around nigga kids all day long. It's bad enough that I had to be locked in there with them for eight hours, sometimes 16 hours, sometimes 12 hours. It was bad enough that I was locked in there with them, period. I didn't like it. So I probably won't go back. I ain't going to hold you. Um, what else? So, yeah, I was talking about, I was going to talk about that. See how some guys come home and change their life around. Because some guys, unfortunately, I've seen guys, a lot of inmates that have came home um, and either came right back to jail or unfortunately passed away. And it's very, 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 very hard. Um, and I understand that it's very hard. And it is a struggle to come home and have to a debt to however long you were locked up to come home and be a debt to a whole new world a whole new scenery more niggas is bluffing more bitches is bluffing and to have to come home and try to adapt to that or try to be yourself in that is extremely kind of hard so you try not to have they they don't want you to have any sympathy or empathy of any type of feelings or emotions toward the inmates or whatever the case may be especially repeat offenders but I think that you end up having a heart any fucking way. You get what I'm saying? Like, it, I, I feel like you just, 
You just have to. If you're human, you're going to feel some type of way regardless because whether you like it or not, these guys are in there for years and years at a time, even months and months over the time, and you see them every day. You don't have your phone. Well, you ain't supposed to. I ain't going to say that they're not in there. But you're not supposed to have your phone. But um, So you really have no outside contact in there, and you grow a rapport with you grow a rapport with inmates. Unfortunately, you do. Some people take it a little bit extreme. Some people, you know, keep it to the limits that they that you're supposed to professionally. But unfortunately, sometimes some situations, Tavon, it does go a little bit further than it does. You grow some type of relationship. So if you do hear that they pass away or you do see that they come back, they keep coming back probably for the same thing, something different. It does get a little extremely hard, okay? It gets a little, um, you try not to feel no type of way, but you do. You really do. You end up feeling some type of way. Unfortunately, you you just do. You just got to be human. Um, so, yeah. So, it's just it's just difficult. But that was, that's what I was going to talk about. But since we're not... Since my man's and I'm not here, and I cannot wait to cuss these niggas out as soon as I get off of here, um, I wrote down a few little different topics that I can go off of, off of shows that I have already written for myself. Um, the first one is, based on social media, would you date a rapper? Like I said, hell yeah, I would date Future. Future is, um, I don't think he's, he, you just got to let him be. I think that he's just one of those guys where you just got to let him be. I don't think that he likes to be hounded. I think, I don't know, based on the social media, I don't know. Future is so quiet. That's the weirdest thing about it. He's like super, super quiet. He's super um, to himself about a lot of things that he does. So it's a brand new thing for him to be all out there in public with this new girl. I mean, I like it. If we like it, we like it. I mean, I don't know how the girls feel about it. I don't know. I don't know how the girls feel about it. It just, it is what it is. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Um, like I said, oh, 50 Cent. I would be 50 Cent. He seems pretty chill. I think he's a good male to date um, because I feel like he could put you in good rooms with people. And I think that he has a lot of opportunities going for himself that he would make sure that you're okay. Shout out to Cuban, though, for dealing with him. She's a lawyer. So, um, I don't know. What is it? These girls be like 12. I'm sorry. Let me not say that. These girls be like 18. 50 Cent is like 62. Am I wrong? Same thing with Future and Dust. Dust is like 22. Future is damn near pushing, what, 40? Did y'all like it? I mean, I guess, I don't know. Maybe because they be young and dumb, full of calm. And bitches my age just dried up. I guess that's just how we gonna keep it. So I don't know. I did have a dream about dating Ice Cube one day. Which is the weirdest thing because I don't like Ice Cube. Like, he's not a, I don't know. Like, he's not a crush of mine, which is so fucking weird. Like, he's not a crush of mine. I think I liked him 
back in the days with his jury curl, which is weird. I mean, I like barbershop. I like Craig. I like Craig. I ain't gonna lie. I like Craig. But I'm not a fit. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know why I had a dream about Ice Cube. I don't know. I have a lot of weird things. Side note. Bah, 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 bah. I have a lot of dreams about dating, being around, hanging around, having some type of rapport with celebrities. Um, probably because I want to be in that world so bad, and one day I will. But I don't know if I'm going to be click. I don't know who I would click up tight with. Like, I don't know who would be like, my girl, like my group of girlfriends. I don't know. I don't know. Cause it's a bunch of cliques of friends. Like you got, you know, you got Arrogant Tay who does all his wigs. So you got in his little group, you got Ari, you got Dream, you got Jada, you got all them hoes. And then like, um, Callan, who is Megan the Stallion's hair dresser, he does like, you know, he's with Meg. Um, he does like Nikki. He does a couple other people. I don't know who I would click up with. They like bitches now. I only got no friends now. But that's for another day. Another topic, another show. Okay. I'ma stop this video. I'm gonna go to my live and we're gonna talk there. Okay? We got time, y'all. Your girl is back. I'm sorry. I had to switch accounts. I wasn't getting love over there. I probably wouldn't get no love on here neither. I done pushed everybody away. I don't care. I'm going through something. Take it or leave it. <laughs> At this point, I don't give a damn. Take it or leave it. I'm not upset. I don't really give a fuck. Next thing we're going to talk about, dating for popularity or genuine love now two questions i got for y'all if you're dating a person to get put on or i don't know to get into the parties for free or to get free clothing to get on a song do you think eventually if you're around a person long enough that you can end up liking them how y'all feel about that do y'all think y'all could i don't know if i could um I don't know, cause I'm such a I'm such a sucker for love, contrary to belief. I really could. I mean, I don't know. I don't look for reasons to really date anybody right now. So for me to sit here and be bluffing, talk about a nigga can't hurry up and put me on, ain't gonna work. I don't know why I'm drinking this nasty and still bluffing. Ew! I don't like that. I'm drinking my Aquafina. I'm going to stick with this. But could it be 
could it change? Do you think it, it could change? Do you think that your intentions with someone could eventually change? How y'all feel about that? Let me know. I mean, once you meet somebody, because some people are opportunists out here. Some people don't have anything to their name. Their phone isn't in their name. The house that they live in isn't in their name. The car that they rent isn't in their name. So of course it's gonna be a lot of 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 opportunities that you're gonna be seeking when you don't have anything going on for yourself. Do you think it's wrong? To date somebody genuinely for a purpose. Like, for example, Juju and Cameron. Um, they were together for what nine years and maybe nine or ten years. They knew each other for like longer than that. And Cameron didn't want to be a part of the whole love and hip hop community, but he ended up being a part of it anyway. Well, more so putting Juju on. And she was able to uh make a name for herself for that moment, for that 20 minutes she was on there. And she was able to make a name for herself, able to expand her brand, I'm sure. I know she dropped a couple books. I think she had a waist trainer who don't have waist trainers now. Um, even I think she had a makeup line who don't have a makeup line nowadays. But she was able to be on there and expand her brand. Um, and shortly after that, unfortunately, her and Cameron ended up going their separate ways. But I think... And I, in spaces like that, I feel like when, I don't know, like, ugh, I don't know. It's kind of tug and pull type of thing because it's like, how can you be mad? Like, would you, okay, if you went into a relationship and you didn't have nothing and then you came out of that relationship and you had way, 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 way more of what you uh, originally had because this person probably trained you, because this person probably took the time out to truly invest in you. How do you feel about, would you feel bad with breaking up that person if you feel as though that they're not on your level? You know, they're not on your level anymore. If they're the same person. I don't believe in sticking with a person. If you come into the beginning relationship and that other person doesn't have anything, but you decide to take it upon yourself to better yourself, and years down the line, you look up and see that they haven't elevated in anything that they've done, I don't think it's wrong to cut that person off. Eventually coming to yourself and saying, like, look, Chelsea, he ain't did shit in this amount of time. It's time to let him go. Although you really don't want to let him go, but you let him go anyway. What the fuck he going to do for you? Clearly he can't do shit. He wants to be stuck. Some people like to be stuck in the same situation. Some people are content in the same situation. Some people are just happy with just doing whatever it is they want to do. And that means not doing shit. <laughs> How do you feel about it? You know, would you, do you feel bad if you came into the relationship with $2 and you left with $20 million and this person only got $5. You can't be mad. And if that person wants to bash you and call you unloyal and all this, that, and the third, so what? 
we got the same 24 hours just like everybody else. You got the same abilities to sit here and change your life around just like everybody else. But if you are sitting there content and excited and just not even excited, just want to be cruising through life, acting like nothing bothers you and you just, you just so perfect in where you at, then fine. Fine. Because eventually one of them girls that you ask to hold her car keys is going to tell you no. And eventually, hopefully, you'll get your shit together to the point where you want to get your own car. Because I've been in situations where I've stuck with a person or just dragged a little person around for a long time. And I felt myself, I wanted to do better for myself and I wanted to elevate. And that person just was not elevating. And it wasn't, happy. I felt like it was a long period of years, time that had went by and you sitting there just letting time fly by and not once have you done anything to change anything that you want to do <laughs> or how you feel about something. I feel as though that's it's, it's selfish and a person is not going to want to stick with that unless you keep telling the same. I mean, if you want to keep meeting new people and that's the trick that these niggas do. Let me tell you something. Come, come here, come here. Let, let me tell you the, the trick that these niggas do. When they meet new girls... You know, they meet new girls, the new girls meet them in different situations, and they be like, oh, well, you know, I want to elevate from this level to this level, I got content, blah, 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 bitch, you lazy, honestly and truthfully, you figure that one. And if they keep meeting new girls, they can keep explaining the same situation to new girls, because it's not like an old girl's going to be like, well, the last time we was fucking with each other, you were still here. The last time we was fucking with each other, you weren't driving. The last time, you were still holding runners. Like, you got to elevate yourself, so that's what niggas do. They stop me, they keep meeting new girls. They don't want to go back, they don't want to go to nothing old, keep going back to something old, because people don't forget. Feel me? Um, I just think I've just been blessed with getting a, with having like a grind, hustle, and getting my ass up, wanting something more for myself, um, above all else. And I don't want, you know, I, I'm one of those girls, like I seen the little memes, like every time a nigga leave me and want to come back, I'm going to have something new. I feel like I'm one of those people. Like I'm deeply one of those people. I'm always doing something new. Whether a nigga want to leave for a couple months and come on back or want to leave for a couple years and come on back or leave for a couple decades and come on back, I'm going to have something new. I just feel like that's just how it should go, especially for a woman, especially for an independent woman who wants to start her own brand or just wants to have a good ass life, create a good life for herself and her kids. I think it's super important that you want to get up and have your own thing going on for yourself. So, yeah, um, you know, what else? Do you currently date somebody popular? I want to say that. Do you currently date somebody that is popular. Um, I'm not dating anybody right now. I'm just telling niggas a bunch of lies. So I can't really sit here and say that I am dating anybody right now. I'm not dating anybody right now. Um, I've cut everybody off for a lot of obvious reasons. Nor do I even really care about niggas' feelings right now. <laughs> but enough about me. Um, do you currently date somebody popular? Does it bother you? Do some things bother you about them that, you know, if you date them... You hear rumors or things that just aren't, things just aren't how you picture them to be. I feel like when you set yourself up to date somebody popular, 
You sign up for a lot of things. So you sign up for rumors. You sign up for humiliation. You sign up for embarrassment. Not saying that everybody popular is like that. It's cruddy. Everybody is not cruddy. But a lot of popular people are cruddy. And if you decide, female or male, if you decide to date somebody that is popular, just understand that you have signed yourself up for however long that you want to stick with them and be a dumbass for however long. It's going to happen. Something's going to happen. Something you're not going to agree with. is going to be too many groupies. It's going to be videos and stuff that you're going to take out of context. But that's what you sign up for when you date somebody popular. Sorry. I wouldn't consider myself a popular person. I know a few people every now and again, more so niggas if anything, you know. But I wouldn't consider myself a popular person. And if people do want to consider me popular, you're not going to have any problems dating me. <laughs> Unless it's personal. You know, I'm not really a problematic female. Yeah. with dating me it's I, I i don't want to i don't ever i dated one person before and they said to me i don't ever want to walk in a room full of people and feel like i'm being laughed at by other people which is very true which is very 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 true nobody wants to walk in a room full of people and feel like the whole hood has had them like lori i feel like lori harvey can't walk in a room and feel untouched I couldn't, I couldn't date nobody like, like Lori. I mean, I couldn't date nobody like Lori. Some things you gotta feel. She's a beautiful girl, but she's a touch gem. She is, this is Lori. He go, he go, he go, he go, he go, he go, he go. Like, she is a pass around. That's what Lori Harvey is, you pretty bitch. How are you so pretty? And you a pass, I mean, hey, girl, you 24. Girl, when I was 24, I had a baby. So I don't know. I don't know. If you out here living like me, not loca, do whatever it is that you want to do. But anyway. But my last question as far as do you date anybody popular? If you know somebody that is dating popular, do you feel sorry for them when they are publicly embarrassed? I've seen situations play out where someone popular um cheated on their significant other and it became public and y'all know Baltimore treats everything like this big Hollywood scandal and um you know we don't know things that happen behind doors so of course we're going to be oblivious to the fact that some things that they're probably not even together but because we don't know that because they don't have to come in and tell us every little motherfucking thing we're thinking that they out here cheating on somebody so do you feel, would you feel sorry for some, for your homegirl or your homeboy if their significant other was out here dating somebody popular and was publicly embarrassed? Do you feel, would you feel sorry for them? Some people wouldn't feel sorry for them. I don't think I would because I'd be like, bitch, you knew what you signed up for. You knew what you signed up for. Some things you got to know. Who is that? Oh, some things you know what you sign up for, you gotta know. So, you know, um, next subject, 
well, not the next subject, but something that can kind of be tied into this. Like, it ain't none of your friend's business. Like I said, if your friend was out here getting embarrassed by somebody popular, would you consider your friend's, you know, opinions about it? I can't, you know. It gets tricky. I, like, I don't have no friends right now, right? I want to start off. I'm trying to start over with my friend cycle because my friends were people that I let go and cut off and disappear from were very unhealthy for me anyway. So it was better if I just left them alone, whether they like it or not. But do you keep your friends out of your relationship or do you include them in every little thing that you have going on? Now, I'm not, you can, if you're in a relationship and you're one of my friends, you can consider how I feel about, so I'm going to, if you tell me, if you tell me, I ain't going to go looking at your relationship, but if you tell me something that you don't feel comfortable with or shit just not going your way, it's, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. I may have an opinion about it. I may have two opinions about it. I may have seven. But that doesn't mean, I don't know. I feel like you shouldn't take that as a huge... I don't know. I don't know you're a little tricky. Because when my nigga come home from the feds, I don't really want nobody to have nothing to say to me. I don't really don't want them to say nothing to me. What would you say to me? Girl, why would you sit here and wait for this nigga to come home from the feds? That ain't your business. So I don't know if I would want, I don't know, like, lately I just been sitting there listening to my people who got relationship problems or you know, iffy about the relationships that they in now. And I just be sitting there like, mm, that's crazy. Damn, hell no, that's crazy. Mm, that's hell no, that's crazy. That's what you got hit them with nowadays, damn, that's crazy. Because the minute that they get in an argument, and I've seen it happen, the minute they get in an argument with a partner, with their partner, they're going to be like, girl, I should have listened. Yeah, whatever, because Chelsea said you were going to do this. Oh, 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 Leave Chelsea out of it. I don't know what's going on. I don't know this nigga. I wouldn't know this man if he walked right by me. That's my that's my thing on it. You going if you gonna stay or you gonna go? Don't come to me. I'm the wrong friend to come to. Oh, he cheating on me. She cheating on me. Yada yada yada. Either you gonna stay or you gonna go? You sitting here complaining to me ain't gonna work. I'm telling you, I'm the wrong person to talk to about it. I'm, I'm, because I'm a realist. I'm gonna make it funny, but I'm gonna tell you the real. I'm gonna tell you how shit gonna play out before it even plays out. And if it doesn't, if it's the opposite, then okay. Then you know you can tell me I told you so. Okay, I'm gonna fuck. But I'm just letting you know how I thought the shit was gonna play out. Okay. So, uh, -uh. what lines? Another question I had. Any lines has are there any lines that have ever been crossed with your friends and their relationships? So what I'm saying is the question that I what I mean by it, I, I had to read it how I wrote it, but what I mean by that is if your boyfriend or your girlfriend gets into an argument with your friends, do you think that's crossing a line? Do you think that your relationship is supposed to be out here arguing back and forth with your friends over the relationship, anything that could be happening, 
I hear a helicopter. Oh, I gotta go. It's getting dark outside. But do y'all feel like when you argue or something, when y'all seriously argue, do you think that your friend is crossing the line with your relationship? Listen, I had a situation where I was helping one of my homegirls. And let me tell me if I'm crossing the line or who crossed the line first. I had a situation with one of my homegirls. We had went to the market. She had to go to the market for her and her boyfriend's household at the time. And um, it's circling over. What the hell is going on up here? I'm gonna stay here for a little while. Um, yeah, so we had to, we came back to the house. He was in, he came home early. And we were bringing the groceries up onto the porch. And something's dangerous is going on outside because I hear fire trucks and police cars. But anyway, we came up and he had peeked out the window. And she was like, look at him being nosy. So while we were talking about it, we were coming up the steps. And um, she had said to him, like, you looking out the window being nosy, why you help me with these bags? He had opened the door, right? You know this nigga slammed the door in her face and mine? Girl, <laughs> listen, I'm getting mad all over thinking about it. I was upset. I was upset about it. I was so mad. I started to cut. Oh, I laid his ass out. I laid his ass out. Don't you ever in your life slam a damn door in my face. I don't give a fuck about your girlfriend. I don't give a fuck about that. Because you ain't helping us with the grocery bags anyway. But that was my moment to get into it. Because he was a cruddy ass nigga anyway. So it was only it was only right that I got into an argument with him. And which I motherfucking did. I said, now why would your rude ass sit there and fucking slam the door and me in her face instead of being a man with your dick on swinging in some gray sweatpants and not help us with these bags? You got me fucked up or no? Or no? Oh, I was mad. I was so mad. Oh, I let his ass hand it. Oh, you bitch. I don't care. I don't care. Do you think I was wrong in that situation? I don't think I was wrong. Anybody else in the room think I was wrong? I'll wait. Exactly. I wasn't wrong for it. As a man, first of all, listen. Carrying grocery bags. You know, we as women, we're not trying to take six and eight trips back and forth to the car. We're just trying to go once. So now, and my shoulder's kind of big. My arm's kind of big. You know, my forearms is kind of heavy. So, of course, all that going back and forth to the car, grabbing 28 bags. I ain't doing all that. I'm putting a bag around my neck if I had to. They will be, the, the bag will be going in between my bottom teeth, dragging it. If I have to, period, period, I'm not sitting there doing no goofy shit, going back and forth, and he sat there, and then he locked the bottom and top lock. He locked the bottom lock and the top lock, and so she had to put the bags down, oh, I'm getting mad off the, oh, I'm getting so mad, oh, I'm getting so mad. She had to put the bags down. Go in her purse, her pocket, or whatever, and look for her house keys to open the door back up. 
And when we walked in there, this trifling ass nigga was sitting on a sofa watching baseball with his feet kicked up, thinking ain't nothing wrong. <sighs> Fellas, listen here. I want y'all to listen to me good. Y'all not even, y'all not even worth half the shit, a third of the shit, a smidget of the shit that y'all be trying to crack slick on. So y'all really need to stop it. And I, people think that I always be man bashing, going back and forth, always down the niggas. And I really don't. But from the experience of men that I've had, and maybe it's just, Maybe I suck at picking men. Maybe that's just what it is. Maybe, I think I do. Maybe I suck at picking men. But what I've seen, y'all not ready to play me like that. If it wasn't his house, if it was my house, because a lot of niggas don't have shelter, but if it was my house, he would have had to pack his shit the next day. Because that day, he wouldn't have packed his shit. I wouldn't even allow him. Get the fuck out. Uh-uh. What you got on right now? Take what you got on right now. Get in your car. Call your Uber. Call your Lyft. Call your mama. Call your stepfather. Because y'all know y'all got your daddies in your life. Call your stepfather. Tell them come get you. Come tell them come get you. You ain't never going to play with me like that. Ever. You ain't never going to play with me like that. I was so glad when she left his trifling ass. And she had to sacrifice a lot leaving him. But baby, bye. He was he wasn't even worth it. He wasn't even worth it. Absolutely not. Now if he wanna walk around here and pay all the bills and and uh take care of me financially to the point that I don't have to work, then fine. Drag on. Drag on. Drag on. Drag on. I don't care. But other than that, if you want to walk around this house talking to me in this type of way and treat me like shit, you got me fucked up if you think you right, Craigslist. And don't do shit else for me. I can't do it. So do you think that I, I was bad for cussing him out? Do you, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. How y'all feel about it? I don't know. So do y'all keep y'all friends out y'all relationships? I'm gonna do what I want regardless. If you if that person treat you like shit, then guess what? I ain't gonna like them. Period. Don't tell me about it. If I come around, make sure you stay in good graces with this person, good graces with this person, so I won't have to hear about it or I won't see it. Cause I don't be with that shit. I really don't, I don't like that shit. Especially when a nigga dick not good. And I done came across some good dick in my life. I'm not gonna be here till seven o'clock. That's dead, I ain't doing that. That's, that's for other stuff, I ain't doing that. I'm about to get off of here. But I really appreciate you guys for the people who watched, for the people who listened, um, I'm probably not going to, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to put this on, on Anchor. I don't know. I just got a little thrown off because I was supposed to have guests. And I'm a little, I'm a little upset about it. But that's okay. This is training for when I want to start my own shit. Um, 
eventually down the line. Just afraid. I don't know, anxiety and all that. Um, about stepping out on my own. I don't know. That's just something new for me. But right now, I'm chilling with the Really Honest Podcast. Shout out to Nocturnal, Easy, and Shady, who are currently in Atlanta and allowed for me to have this show to myself today. I begged for it, y'all. I really did beg for it. I was hoping, having my fingers crossed, because I knew I had came up with so many ideas of things that I wanted um, to do on the show today. I'm just so mad that my guests didn't come. But that's why I don't, this is the thing, that's why I don't promote my guests um, unless they show up or any anybody of that matter um, or anything that, that we do. We don't really promote like that um, unless we have a guaranteed person that's going to show up because um, in situations like this, it kind of throws us off because we had something planned and when that person doesn't show up, But anyway, I really thank you guys. I really appreciate you guys. Follow me on Instagram, Chelsea Ray, C-H-E-L-S-E-I-R-A-E, all one word. Check out my skits. Tag the shade room. Tag if I'm impersonating somebody. Um, Facebook is Chelsea Ray. Um, but don't come on my Facebook because I'm saved on that. Don't do that. Um, I don't have a Twitter. I don't really deal with Twitter like that. Um, I have a Snapchat, but don't follow me on that neither because I be de- I'm not, what's so crazy is I used to be a huge, I don't want to say a troll, but, um, I did a lot on Twitter before. Um, I exploited myself in ways that I should have not, <laughs> Lord, like Lord knows. And, um, it was just something that I, I just, I don't know, Twitter just not the same no more. I was on Twitter back in 2011, 12, 13, when it was popping and wasn't that much shit going on. You probably had a sex tape or two floating around there, but it really wasn't nothing. It is just boring now, you feel me? And I feel like I just don't want to be damn near 40 still tweeting. Although there are some out there, I just don't. I don't know. I be doing stuff like sleeping. I don't know, get my pussy licked on or something. So I, you know, I keep myself busy other than sitting there waiting for something to happen on Twitter. Um, but we do have the Really Honest Podcast has a Twitter. Follow us on Instagram, the Really Honest Podcast. Follow us on Anchor, Spotify, I believe. Um, just look us up with the Really Honest Podcast, Shady, Easy, Chelsea Ray, and Nocturnal. Um, we are here every Thursday. Shout out to Studio 23. Shout out to AU Boutique. Shout out to No Heart, No Hustle. Shout out to Young Crusade, who was in H-Town. Um, she's a huge supporter. Shout out to Supreme Corey and a host of other people. Uh, Inky, who else? Easy to Customs. Uh, a lot. We got a lot. A lot. We have a lot going on. A lot of support. We're looking for more support, though. Um, if you guys have ideas on what y'all would like for our show to do, anything that y'all would like to see, anything new that we could, um, try to, you know, do better or any ideas or topics that y'all would want us to see, I mean, that y'all would want us to do so y'all can tune in and watch, let us know. Don't be afraid to DM us, DM us. We can take 
criticism. We grown people. We don't care about that. Um, but we want to make this show exciting, and we want y'all to keep watching. We want y'all to keep tuning in every Thursday at 5. Um, we drop our shows Sundays at midnight from the following week, and then we just keep doing that, and then we have another show on Thursdays. Sometimes we go live, sometimes we don't, um, depending on the content of a show, depending on if we have guests, or whatever the mood that we feel like we want to do. So I really do appreciate you guys. Thank you guys for, who did tune in. I really appreciate you. Follow the brand. Look for me soon. If you need to, for me to host anything, anything, DM me. My prices are what they are, <laughs> which is nothing. And um, I really appreciate you guys. Oh, my gosh. I just don't have any content to be talking to y'all for another hour. So that's why I'm just going to sit here till 6 o'clock. And see what I have to say. I don't really have anything to say. I'm sober as fuck. I bought a steel with me. If you, for you guys that cannot see, I do have a steel with me, but I just don't want to drink it. I don't know. I just don't feel like being drunk today. I don't feel like being drunk today. I don't know. It's a whole can of steel. Not into it. I don't know. It's maybe it's this new birth control. But I really do appreciate appreciate you guys for watching. Uh, maybe we can do this again, or maybe, maybe the other co-hosts will get to have a show to themselves, and then they can they can freestyle it like I did, or maybe they'll have dependent guests that'll come through. Cause fuck my guests, both them niggas get cussed out. They already know I'm coming for them. Y'all know I'm coming for y'all. But thank y'all for watching. Thank y'all for tuning in. I really do appreciate it. And um, I don't know. I just really tell. I don't know. Ooh, shout out to Trey Songz. Oh, that was, that's what we can talk about. Shout out to Trey Songz. Oh, Trey Songz, Trey Songz, Trey Songz, baby. <sighs> Trey, why you do this to me, uh? I don't even want to talk about trying. But yeah, I love y'all. Thank y'all for watching. Thank y'all for sticking in with me. I know I was all over the place, but I'm a good conversationalist. Now you guys know that I go to conversations. So I really do appreciate you guys. Love you.